Welcome back to Mask Off Media. Today we have a, a very, very special guest, uh, Ape Town's very own, um, one of a kind. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my boy. What's the deal, man? Adrian, man, Big Ocho. What else they call me? Shignoche. Mr. Uh, Everybody. Man, Mr. Mr. Change Your Career, man. All right, the man himself. And I think uh, we should start off on, you know, pretty simple Simple question being, how did Ape Town start up? What was the startup? What was the build up? What inspired you to do that? Um, people that know me are like, like around the Inland Empire and stuff. They know that like I was throwing hella functions in high school, which led to this whole music shit. Cause I kind of like, with the throwing parties and concerts and shit, it grew like a following. So then when I kind of merged into like building my own label managing artists like my following got put on the artists also so it was like the artists and me were both like kind of putting in work you feel me so uh, it just was like uh really the concerts and shit really the concerts house parties my dad like i, I was telling you earlier my dad uh he's a rapper his his uh best friend is like a super engineer the engineer tupac all types of big people he's a co-owner at neighborhood watch studio so i just kind of always been around the environment but um the, the concerts and the fucking and the um, and the house parties are for sure what like influenced me into the eight, eight town type shit. So you said house parties. Yeah. So from what I heard from a little barber man, shout out to barber, got a little info on you like Nardwar. Um, so you were throwing house parties in high school. Yeah. And I heard you were bringing in a a big ass audience, Hell and yeah. they were willing to pay for these parties. Hell yeah, we make stupid money. Bro, we, a lot of our parties would end up having to get shut down just because of how crazy they were. But, um, yeah, bro, like, we would make, like, in an hour or two, like, like three to $5,000, bro. And that would just go straight to whole, y'all? Shut down the whole city, yeah. You probably Damn. have to pay for the house, like, three, dollars $400, pay the DJ, and then you pocket the rest. So this was, what, like, five years ago? You said you're 23? Yeah. 23? Ago, yeah. So you were rocking that shit in high school, so... What we talked about earlier, so eight, eight K, came first, and then Ape Town. Yeah. What's AK about? AK, um, in the the beginning, it was me and my partner Kyle. So people call me Eight, and it was my partner Kyle. So that was how AK came into part. And we used to throw the house parties and throw, do the concerts together. Okay. Yeah. Just make sure you're talking to me. Oh yeah, I got you. Nah, my you good. You good. The audio, bro. Because these <laughs> nah, you gotta got talk you. directly into nah, it. Nah, yeah, I'll talk right in. Out, so we good. Um, so AK evolved into Ape Town, which is what is it a record like label? Yeah, Ape Town is a distribution company slash label. So like, um, when King started cracking, when I started managing King, I'm kind of like shooting into this, but when I started managing King, Little Pump's manager had hit me up and was like, "Pull up to the crib um, in Calabasas." You feel me? I'm trying to I'm trying to do business. So I pulled up over there. And he was pretty much trying to put me under him. Um, and I was on a tip, like, I, just, like, hearing him out and stuff, I heard that he was just trying to put me under him. And I already had, like, eight artists that were booming at the time. So I was like, he introduced me to a company named Vidya. And um, Vidya is a huge distribution company, kind of, like, label. They got Russ under them now. Like, they're cracking right now. Um, so he introduced me to them, but he wanted to put me under him. So I wasn't trying to do that, bro. So I just kind of, like, I kind of... When he introduced me to video, I told him, like, yo, I got my own label, though. Like, he's kind of trying to put me under him, but I got, like, bro, I got, like, eight people on my roster type shit. Like, 
I'm not trying to be under anybody. I'm the CEO type shit. So video was like, all right, we're going to give you this little ca- label account through us. Show us what you could do and shit. And then like, you feel me? And then we'll probably like, we'll upgrade you to like a whole distribution company yeah. and we'll freaking give you a bag and all types of shit. So, um, I ended up I ended up doing my thing right there where they started tripping. I had like all my artists going through there. At the time I had Trill Ryan, she gonna go. Okay. I had uh Peter Piper by D and B Gotti and then King was cracking off with the In My City. So they were like, damn, this kid's doing stupid numbers, like what the fuck? Like so they started offering money and I, they gave me my distribution company, like I pretty much got like to the next level type shit, and then at that time, bro, labels were calling ridiculously, like crazy, bro. I've I've literally met with every single label, bro. That's crazy, oh, bro. So this all started off with like, um, you know, a few different rappers. Who were some of like the original Eight Town? King's the first. I literally, I had a Blueface show. I had booked Blueface for four hundred dollars, bro. I had a Blueface show at the Fox Theater, and right after the show, I was like, bro. I'm catching these artists early, like, before yeah. they blow up, I might as well, like, manage artists or sign them. So I posted up on my story, like, any upcoming artists tap in with me and shit. King was the first artist that hit me. I literally deleted the post, and I started working with King. And then as King came, I got MCM Raymond. I got uh, Trill Ryan, DNB Gotti. And at that time, that was really my squad. Like, at the time, that was the first little squad of AK. We were all killing it at the time. Um... And then uh, everyone just kind of got their own deals and shit. And then literally, you, you know, this is how you're telling me, like, we evolved, like, bro. Everybody yeah. started going and doing their own Exactly. Shit. But, uh, yeah. So you started working with King, MCM. Um, sure. Right. How did, yeah, how did Girls Love Dev get into play? He came in, he came in like he was the phase two. Like, it was, that was the first little four. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, like, evolved. Then it was really just King and MCM left out of that four that, that I told you. And then uh, that's when Dev and Huheem came into play. They were like, they came in on the same time, Dev and Huheem. And then uh, what's it called? Yeah, pretty much that's how Dev came into play. So you guys are still constantly working, getting these big studio sessions in. Um, I know that you guys work with Kathlon, um, a couple other producers and engineers. Is it usually like a pretty solid group every time you go to the studio? Yeah, yeah, nah. I got a little formula on how we do it for sure. like bro like it just depends on the session but yeah we get we get good sessions in bro bangers be made like so what so you started off with rappers um i know that jay from riv you guys are working together yeah um i know that aka beto you guys are working together as well how'd you branch off from artists to now a social media influencer uh, a videographer and i'm sure there's more in the works because i'm really just like a management company now i'm not just music you know what i mean so i could i could manage a videographer I could, it's all really like if you really like know the business of it it's really all the same like you know what i mean it's really like same concept, yeah, same concept. well and they they, they coincide yeah, with exactly. each other you know especially now that the influencers are like blowing up records and stuff like it should, it's it all goes together. Everything goes together. Like and then I couldn't really do nothing without Bet though. Like vis- visuals are everything. So he's crazy. He's crazy. Man. He's crazy, so bro. It's, like, it's just no matter. You feel me? I just I try to keep everything in house. I want to have everything in house where I just got a whole structure. My label's literally the whole little structure I need to blow up records. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's pretty. That's legendary shit right there. I mean, you're bringing in some top notch names. I mean, your name itself holds value. I Thank mean, you, bro. You know, I already told you, but 
in a barber shop. I'm talking about you, and all of a sudden, all these other barbers are like, "Man, I know him." Blah blah. <laughs> I grew up with them. I get weekly cuts, so like barbers <laughs> know crazy, me, man. Bro. I get actually not even weekly. I get cuts every three days. Okay, you get cut every three days. Every three days. Like if you really follow me, I'd be at the barber every three days. What's your spot? Right now is my boy Vic right here. He cuts out his his crib. He's only a junior in high school. Now he's he's graduating oh, senior. I mean, he's merging to be a senior, but I'm like. He's about to be crazy. He's cold with it or what? Bro. In-house cuts, 17 He's years young old. as hell, bro. He's crazy. I swear to God, that's how the best barbers start off. Man. Yeah, exactly. So just to throw it back a little bit, you know, where'd you grow up? Um, So I was first originally born in Queen of the Valley in, like, West Covina. Okay. I was there around, like, West Covina, La Puente, Hacienda Heights area uh, till fourth grade. I moved to Eastville until I graduated. Um, I graduated from Eleanor Roosevelt right there in Eastville. And uh, what's it called? And then right when I graduated, I moved to Pomona. And then I stayed there until I just started doing my own shit, getting my own spots. So when you were younger, did you ever did you ever want to rap? I know your dad was influenced in music I got, heavily. I got some songs, bro. Even, like, recently, like, one of the when one of our sessions, like, uh, they be getting late to the studio, so Kaflano start playing his beats and shit, and he'll be like, hop on, Ocho. He wants, hey, Kaflan really wants me to be a rapper, but, like, I just, I don't know, I feel like that'll kill my image. I like my image as a CEO. I mean, that's smart. I mean, you already built you already built an image for yourself, but hey, if he's telling you that you <laughs> need to do it, you probably should hop on a little bit. Nah, I gassed one of his beats, I'm telling you, bro. You did? Gassed Man, him, that bro. shit needs to drop in. Trying to throw King on it and put it out or something. Hell yeah. Hey, so um, other than rapping or anything like that, you play any sports growing up? Anything along those lines? I, I could play anything, bro. Anything? I, I'm I'm good at everything. I think we need to see you on the golf bro, course or something. Everything, whatever we need to do, I'm out there. You're in there, hooping, all that. That's, That's impressive. The homie, the homie, even dodging me. <laughs> you don't want the smoke or what? You don't want the smoke. <laughs> How I do him in 2K, I'll do him on the court. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh. So as you're, you know, progressing through this, what do you what do you vision Ape Town being through these next three to five years? I'm trying to make it like I'm not gonna lie, I really look up to QC, bro. So I really wanna be on that QC level of of out here though, really inland empire. I really wanna have my own like viral big ass building in the IE, bro, one day. Is like, that quality control? Yeah. Okay. And they're just they're just like how I came up out the mud type shit and like they're killing it, bro. They got a formula where they could get like an artist. I just seen I just seen they signed like an artist like two, three days ago. And he had like a hundred followers on Twitter. They shouted him out and they were just like, watch, he's about to be blown up in a couple months. And it's like, bro, they could do that. You feel they just me? have that impact on them. They'll just get them. They'll get them a big little baby feature or something. You feel me? And what's, you're out of here. So you're done. So you're good. You're set for life, bro. On some That's Drake what I'm shit. Saying. Like, it's just, I want to build that formula to have that little structure where I just blow an artist up. I could grab an artist that is really has talent and he has a hundred followers and I know I could sign him and blow him up. That shit's cold. And I like that. That's dope, bro. So when you, uh, you, you go out looking for these artists, they, they like pop up on your TikTok page and you're like, Oh, I fuck with them like that. Cause I know, uh, I know Gav, I know Gav's been working from with y'all a little bit. Yeah. From the Ville. That's my little bro. Yeah. He's going to be something big, bro. Watch. That's some dope shit. He bro. sends me hot shit every single day, bro. I mean, he's like 15, 16. 
engineers, engineers produces, and he's, and he's a, like he writes all his own shit. Man, I'm calling him like every three days. I'm like, hey, bro, how you do this when you produce? Like, show me this shit. And he's like, all right, you know, you need to drag this here. He's do this. crazy. But I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen something like that, bro. He's talented. Yeah, sixteen. I years really old. need him just to move closer over here because Victorville, that drive is sick, bro. That shit. <laughs> Man, it was deadly from Eastvale. Man, I'm looking at it, 30-minute drive, all of a sudden that shit's an hour long. That drive is so crazy. When I first started managing King, I used to uh, drive drive up there fucking every single Friday. Yeah? And take him back every Sunday. Like, we would work every weekend until he really started cracking. I think that speaks, like, a lot on you as, like, a manager and a label owner. I mean, you were willing to go through it. You feel me? That was my, like, bro, that's my brother, so it's, like, it's nothing, but... I just knew, bro. King's King, bro. I promise you, he's different, bro. Like, if you really see him in the studio and work, you're just like, oh yeah. So in the beginning, when I first started seeing him, like, he used to rap in the car to me every time I pick him up on a Friday. He'd have like another two songs ready, and, like, cause we'd go straight to the studio right when I pick him up. We go to the studio. So when I'd pick him up, he'd have like two hits, bro. And I remember the day I picked him up, bro. I picked him up actually from jail this time. And he had In My City and different varieties. Like, ready to go? Ready to go. I swear to God, he just wrapped it to me in the passenger seat. And I just like looked at him. I was like, bro, these are going to be huge. Like I already knew, bro. Once I heard the songs, literally went to go record them. And bro, those are huge songs. And bro. what? Those are his probably, arguably his yeah. two biggest songs. Yeah, for so sure. So didn't, uh, AZ, I think it was... No, nah, it wasn't AZ Mike Sherm. Was Mike, Mike Sherm hopped on the different varieties, yeah. AZ Trikes on the uh, Choosing Season. That's right. That's right. So how did those come into play? Um, Mike Sherm, it was crazy, bro. This is when, like, I'm just going to keep it G. When we were, like, road running and shit, really chasing our dreams, we were staying at Airbnbs and shit. Um, and what's it called? Mike Sherm, what's it called? Just tapped in with King and was like, hey, give me an open to the different varieties. And literally, he sent that shit back, bro. And, bro, I remember we were tripping because it was a hit. Like, so he was reaching out to you guys. Yeah, he, he wanted to hop on that song. AZ Chike, we tapped in with him to, um, to hop on Choosing Season. But uh, uh, Mike Sherman, for sure, he tapped in with us. He was fucking with that record heavy. Damn, that's crazy, bro. Because, I mean, growing up in high school, that's what that's what I was on. Like, King, Mike Sherman, yeah. AZ. And we used to, I think uh, King dropped a little EP with... Uh, Tesla slot. Oh, Usli. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And that shit hit. And that's when I started fucking with King a lot more. I was like, damn, not like that was he's a not whole like a different one hit wonder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's actually doing this shit. Cause you know, artists pop out with one hits and they fall off. And then when I heard that shit, I was like, nah, he's he's a real artist. He's about this shit. Yeah. Like everything he says is hard, bro. Yeah, I mean Tesla, that's crazy. a Tesla side with something else. That's crazy, bro. So, you know, as a as a label owner, uh, a distribution center, I know that a lot of people want to stay independent um, due to a lot of label owners, you know, cutting bullshit. Yeah. But it seems, you know, from an outside perspective that all these rappers fuck with you. And it seems like they, they won't tolerate nothing, but they still rock with you like that. So I'm assuming y'all got good connections, you know, some yeah, good nah, family. Yeah, nah, I just don't be fucking artists over or nothing like that. I really, every artist that's came into like around me, they've, they've elevated. Never as an artist came like around me and he just didn't go nowhere. No matter what, they can't say that I took him to a whole different level. I mean, you could see it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Like I'm telling you, I know for a fact. So how many uh how many people would you say are working for you? Or not for? I don't want to say for you, but how many people are you working with under Eight Town right now? I got like over a hundred people distributing through through my distribution, but I'm like managing about like eight artists right now. So how's that work when you manage? Like, what, what does that consist of? 
um when i first started bro i can't lie like i didn't really know too much about the business so like i thought managing was like a whole different thing like i was i was like what i was doing with artists is like what labels do when they sign artists and they like they're taking like 50 60 percent from yeah. them for me bro i was on a tip like i was uh like I was like, bro, housing the artists, taking them to the studio, paying for music videos, uh, paying for all types of shit, bro. And um, I really wasn't supposed to be doing all that. Nah. Managers really are just like, they do that shit, but not really, bro. Not really. And then when they do do that shit, they put artists on contract. Like when you do sign, I need all that money back that I invested into you. Like, I didn't do none of that shit, bro. So, when I first came into the game, I was going crazy. Like, house. I had an AK house, bro. I had all of the artists living with me. Like, I was doing it. Like, I was doing, like, pretty much label shit as a manager. So, like, I'm not saying I don't do that shit no more, but it's for sure a lot more, like, calm down. Like Well, and you've understood, you know, what yeah, to do over the Yeah, because a years. lot of labels are like, bro, what are you doing? Like, real label heads, like, presidents and chairman and ceos at labels they were like like you low-key move like you like have them sign to you for like 50 percent like you like you're low-key like going so hard for them like you gotta low-key chill like but i think that's like i think that's what differentiates yeah, you no, from sure. you know other labels and people want to work with you more because you're willing to you know put your body on the line for i still do that shit but now it's like real like I got to know the artist. Well, know? I mean, it's going to blow. And that, I mean, that costs a bag to be housing shit, bro. Studio time, you know, yeah. engineers, producers, Music all that videos, shit. videos, all that shit. Uh, photo shoots, everything. So what do you, what other, like, I think it's really interesting, bro, how you started from rappers to now you have, like, J from Riv and, like, A.K. Beto, what other type of people are you getting into or evolving to? I can't lie, bro. I've been recently, like, trying to learn, like, even boxing. Like, I want to start a promotion company. That'd be crazy, Yeah, because, like, bro, that shit is so hard to me, bro. I like boxing. Like, I'm going to have my son boxing for sure. Hell yeah. So, like, I just really want to learn, like, the promotion side and really have, like, a crazy promotion company. Because I'm pretty sure it kind of, like I said, goes hand in hand on what I'm doing already. It's like signing fighters. I'm signing artists to a certain percentage and then turning them up pretty much, paying for them to go. Like the studio time, instead of studio time, it's taking them to go train. You know what I mean? Paying yeah. for their training. Like, it's just like, I think it goes hand in hand. I'm trying to really get into that too. I'm in the bully game. I, I breed micro bullies. Like, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that uh, crypto as well. Yeah. Or the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The NFTs and shit. Yeah. Did those ever drop? Nah. I'd like, I was getting into it, bro, but like, it's not me. Like, it's I mean, it got to be you. It, I mean, it took a shit lately. <laughs> I mean, bad. I heard that. I heard bad, that. Bad, bro. I mean, I got an NFT that was like $1,300. All of a sudden, it's like 80 Oh, Like, my. bad. Like, it's crazy, bro. It was meant to be. Yeah, it's meant to be, bro. I had some hard shit going. I came up with all that shit. Like, I had this cold-ass graphic de uh, graphic designer that, like, really made it to come to come to life. But that Crypto Stunner shit, I was really, like, came up with that shit. I feel like it would have been hard if I would have, like, I had to give it to somebody or something. Like, nah, to take I feel over. it. Yeah, no, nah, that, that's that's a difficult thing to manage as well. I mean, on top of everything you're doing. Yeah. So I want to talk this love, but I want to. Wow, that was tough. Uh, I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, Denny Woop. So I know Denny. He was a part of 8K. Yeah. So is that a tradition for everyone a part of 8K to get the hand tattoo? Yeah, real my our real brothers though, like yeah, the ones that the are the ones in there. that really like Denny was my real real brother. Like Denny, like he would be here right now, 
and shit. Like, he would always be at the crib pulling up and shit. Danny's my real brother. So, like, this shit's really like a... If you have this, it's on some brotherhood shit. Like, it's not even from the music. It's none of that shit. It's really, like, a brotherhood. Like, you were part of the brotherhood, like, type shit. There's some people that have this shit that are not even part of the brotherhood no more. You feel me? Yeah. But, like, at one point, they were, you feel me, really part of our brotherhood. Like, like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, when we were all living together, that shit was really, like, it's crazy. I wish I would have documented it when we used to all live together because that shit was really, like, a whole, we were a family, bro, like, crazy. So how'd your connection with Denny, was that through King? Yeah, it was through King. I met him, like, when I first, first started managing King. He was, like, super skinny, like, super, super skinny. And uh, what's it called? I just remember Denny just being, like, you could just see it on him. He was a star, bro. Like, bro, we would go to the studio, and he would, like, he would over here, like, have a country song. He had a country song. Bro, bro that's what we were talking Man, we were chopping it up with you. You heard the like, country song? Yeah. It was a banger, yeah, huh? Yeah, but it was like, what the fuck? Like, how, one, <laughs> one, why did you get into this? Two, why is it so fucking good? Like, that's some weird bro, shit, bro. I swear to God, Denny's country song, I wish I would know that shit right now, bro. That shit was a hit. I was like looking at him. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, that's some, <laughs> that's some different shit. And it's crazy because I almost feel like, and I talked about this before, I feel like Denny almost started a wave with rappers doing country music. Yeah. Because I remember Denny talking to us in, about this in January, I think. And then Ralphie dropped a whole country album like a month shit. and a half ago. But I was like, Denny's been talking about this shit for a decent time, yeah. bro. So that's crazy. I mean. Nah, it's, I'm telling you, bro. I really wish I knew that song. I hope I, We got to be talking about the same bro, song. Bro, we are. Yeah. Like, because yeah, he was uh, talking to us about some of the songs he made when he was in there, too. And then uh, he started talking about the country song. And then Keflon was talking about it. And we're like, bro, there's no way this shit is real. Bro, he used to, like, perform that shit to us at the studio. We would really, But we would ask him to. I'm like, Cap, like, we're like, hey, I would tell him all the time, like, hey, perform that shit again, bro. Because I would just trip out. Like, bro, that shit was a hit. Like. But he would do like all types of different shit. He could come anyway. So I always knew he was gonna be like he's he's a star. Star. Right? You yeah. could tell. I mean, as soon as we walked in and we interviewed him, he was crazy too. I tattooed him. Um, he got. Oh, you're the one that tattooed. Yeah. Him? You still tattooing? You know, it's funny as I just quit. <laughs> Why? I just put it down, man. Why did you? You fucked up. I'm opening up a studio. Like a music studio. Yeah. In the, where? At? In Victorville. You got to bring it more down here. Man, that shit's expensive, bro. Man, I've been looking, bro. Like, I've been finding spots. I'm I'm about to do it, bro. I can't cap. Bro, you need to. That's what we've been looking but I'm gonna do like I'm going to do, like, Riverside, like, Ontario-type area. Like, I'm going to do it somewhere around there. See, we were looking into that, but the leases are, like, twice, three times as expensive as the Ville. No, yeah, the Ville. And that sure. shit... <laughs> It's like $1,000 a month. You, like, out here, it's going to go crazy. I want to do, like, a real, like... I don't know if you ever been to the neighborhood watch studios, but I want to do that vibe like out here. Yeah, that's what we're going for, like a luxury, like exactly. not no bullshit, bro. But like exactly. anyone could step in and like feel like a star, like they made it already type shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Denny was crazy, bro. I mean, mask off across his neck. I thought it was the craziest shit ever. He was supposed to get it on his hand, small ass. And then he, he said just, no on the neck. He's like, yeah, let's get it on my neck. I was like, bro, you fucking crazy. I mean, for someone to get our stamp on them, bro, was yeah. crazy. And the fact that it was Denny was even crazier, bro. Denny's so, a legend, bro. I mean, that was some crazy shit. Um, you know, we want to wrap this up a little bit. But before we end it off, is there anything you want to promote, talk about? Man. Any shout outs? Um, 
Just D-Dub for the win, man. D-Dub for the win. Uh, what was I going to say, man? Uh, just appreciate you guys for coming out here. And Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I can see you guys really going far, for real. Appreciate that. Appreciate it, bro. Keep, keep doing it. I mean, we got some big things coming in. Shout out Mask Off Media, man. You appreciate that. Hey, last person I want to shout out, though, is uh, KK. Home of the KK, man. That's my dog. That's our dog. He was supposed to slide today, but Why didn't he? Motherfucker was camping. Oh, okay. Nah, I mean, I mean that's dope. But <laughs> I mean, I want to <laughs> yeah, camp. But I told him to slide. He told me he was camping. But shout out KK. We got some big things coming into play. Nah, he's a cold designer, bro. Hell yeah. He sends me hot shit. Hell yeah. Well, it'll be surprising me out here, bro. There's a lot of talented people. Out it's here. Cra- unseen, like you know, overlooked. Like, yeah, overlooked Hell for yeah. Sure. But he's man, gonna crack. It's timing's everything. It's about bro. time. Um, you know, we appreciate it again.